what's up everybody and welcome back to another freaking episode of the dustin and tony podcast so happy to have you here what's up dog what's up yo how are you great how's your coffee i'm um, good except for journey's hairs in it i like to call it vitamin j whenever journey syrup gets into anything our food just like oh i've got my daily dose of vitamin j for those of you that don't know journey is our beloved dog and we were actually gonna like let her roam around today because we normally like put her in our room so she doesn't make any noise but there's some dogs that are like barking and then she gets all like she gets all crazy so we decided not to let her roam but maybe next time journey will make a uh guest appearance and and maybe sometime like if you actually get to meet her in person you could get yourself some vitamin j or we could maybe start selling that stuff like when we vacuum we could send that stuff out no not so much. Not so much. All right. <laughs> so I'm a little nervous about talking about this uh, call today. Why? Or podcast today. Why are you nervous? Because of the title of it. Ooh. What's the title of it? Ooh. It is called, oh, I don't know what we're calling it, challenging, going through challenging times or challenging yourself being uncomfortable uncomfortable that was what the word was that was spoke to me earlier i thought it was challenging or something. yeah uncomfortable so now i was all like yeah this makes me kind of nervous you know because oh, now i'm like all it. uncomfortable anyway got the jokes uh coming. we wanted to talk about honestly being uncomfortable and becoming comfortable being uncomfortable so we wanted to talk about some of the things that we work towards some of the things that we look at as, as life comes about and, and some of the things that we've experienced and done along the way that has been uncomfortable situations that has helped us grow and expand outside of anything that we could have ever imagined. Yes. So one of the biggest things that Tanya and I started literally in 2018 was saying yes to literally everything mm. or, or predominantly, not like crazy stuff, but like, if someone said, hey, we're going to go do this, this, and this, our answer was just yes. Yeah. It, 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 was, it was not because we thought it through, not because we talked about it. It was likely because it was something we had never done before. It was likely because it was a place we'd never been before. And likely it was something that was going to be a little uncomfortable or, in your case, to challenge us. Mm -hmm. And so we just got really freaking good at saying yes. Yeah. Even if it was in the case of like one of us saying, hey, we should, do you want to? Yes. Not like, a, uh, maybe we should like, no, we're just doing it. We're going, let's do it. Yeah. And, and that like ultimately will make you uncomfortable. Yeah, absolutely. And challenge you past anything that you're really used to. And so is that something that you want to do? Is it something you have to do? Absolutely not. But as we strive as a couple, as we strive as individuals, like we always have more goals. Everybody always has the word. Like, I just want more out of life. Well, perfect. The best way that I have found for me to get more from life is to get out of my comfort zone, which means to get uncomfortable. Right. And, and honestly, like, you know, I look back at those times and, you know, thinking like, gosh, they were super, you know, challenging. They maybe like pushed our limits a little bit, but they are some of the best experiences that like you can never take back. Like they are such like, I'm so grateful for some of the challenging things that we did. Like we've got to see some of the coolest places, go on some of the greatest trips, make some of the best memories. But what also did we get to do? We got to drive through the blizzards. We got to oh my 
drive through God, the tornadoes. We that. got to drive all night long. We got 14, to 14 hours at a time, yeah. almost like thinking when is going to be the next stop because I'm about to run out of gas and the next town is like yeah. miles apart. We got to work at two in the morning because I was working for the railroad and we were yeah. working weird hours. We, we got to do all those things too, which afforded us the uncomfortability to do the things that like sounded crazy or that we wanted to do. Yep. And so literally saying yes to work and saying yes to overtime and say like, we literally said yes to everything. And that was what made us extremely uncomfortable. And it's what ultimately grew us to who we are today. I know that I've spoken a little bit lately, um, but ultimately some of the problem with society today, including ourselves, I can only speak for us. It's been some of our problem is Somewhere along the line, we believe that we shouldn't have any problems at all. Yeah. And when when you don't have any problems at all, then you become nothing at all. And I don't mean that rudely, but ultimately, the things that you go through, the things that you grow through, the struggles that you endure, the things that you use to challenge yourself or that make you uncomfortable, ultimately make you who you are. Mm -hmm. So if you didn't go through the things that you went through, you wouldn't be the person who you are. So everybody wants to be the like the great person that they are, but nobody wants to go through the tough times. Unfortunately, it's those tough times that make us who we are. Yeah, I like how you say um, we're all seeking wisdom. We all want wisdom. But when it comes to wisdom, wisdom is experience. And you yeah. have to experience things in order to get wisdom because and able for you to know and understand how to go through something, you have to go through it yourself. And so it really is like those uncomfortable times of the seasons that we endure are just the times for us to go through it. Yeah, it might suck, but the person you become on the other end, the experience that you have, and ultimately to use that experience to not just like understand like, okay, I went through this, now I know how to get through it, but now I can help other people, which is like mm. a huge thing, like especially for Dustin and I to like, mm. let me use this experience of mine that I have to, that I got to go through. I got to go through this experience to make me the person that I am. So now I can help other people get through that type of season. Might not be the exact same situation, but now I can help them like kind of guide them and say, hey, you know what, you're gonna be okay. You're going to get through this. I know this because I've gone through something similar and it really is about helping people. Yeah, absolutely. And that's where like it literally comes down to getting out of your comfort zone, doing things that challenge you mm -hmm. and make you uncomfortable. I remember the first time at the CrossFit gym in 2018, that girl said, whatever you do, start to get comfortable being uncomfortable. And I was like, that's the stupidest thing ever. Why would I want to do that? And here we are doing a podcast four years later, literally talking about being comfortable in the uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. Now, don't get me wrong. Like, I'm not saying take wild, wild chances or, or doing crazy stuff, but like ultimately pushing the limits, setting your standard, going above and beyond what you're used to, what you believe you're capable of or, or whatever. Like 2017, I'm just going to start there for us. 2017, we literally decided to sell everything. And when I say everything, like people don't even understand what I mean. We got down to six totes worth of stuff. From a three bedroom, two bathroom. Full gym, garage. full garage, yeah. toys, equipment, like everything. 
to six totes worth of stuff. And I don't mean like we had six totes plus a trip. No, no, no. Like six <laughs> totes worth of stuff total. That was cooking. That was hiking. That was camping. That was snowboarding. That was clothes, food, everything that we needed to live. That was it. We had six totes worth of stuff. Yeah. And our motto was, if it fits, it ships. If it doesn't, it's not going. Like, yeah. And we didn't have anything but our truck and the, the topper. And so there was no room for anything else. Like if it did not fit, it was not going. So you really had to understand like, what is the necessity that I need to take with me at this time? Because I can only take what I can. Yeah. Fit. And, and that is so beautiful of a way is like, it's so incredible to get down to that mm -hmm. because it's uncomfortable Yeah. because you have to give up some of the things that you think you need. Right. And all of a sudden you start to find out six totes, like you can get down to four totes, <laughs> which we did, which we did <laughs> because you still end up with stuff that you don't need. Or like one of the biggest things Tanya and I have realized is everywhere we travel, whether it's to the ski resort or the lake or the Moab desert or whatever, like if you're going to Moab to four wheel, they rent four wheelers there. If you're going to the snow resort, they rent snow gear there. If you're going to the lake, they rent paddle boards there. And so when we first started traveling in 2018, we thought, oh, we need snow gear and we need paddle boards and we need all this stuff. So we loved all this crap around. And then it was like, when we got there, it was like, dang, they got stuff for rent here. Like we didn't have to drag this all over because ultimately we went snowboarding twice. Snowboard we snowboarding, skiing yeah, we twice. Snowboarding, yeah. We went paddleboarding two or three times. Yeah. We, you see what I'm saying? Like we had all this stuff and we drug it around all over the place, but ultimately it would have been so much easier to rent the stuff when we were there, enjoy the day or whatever you're going to do with it and roll back out stress-free. You don't have to pay for it. You don't have, you know, like you don't have to change the oil of the four wheeler. You don't have to do all these things, mm -hmm. right? But you still get to enjoy the craziness. And I know this is a little off topic, but when you think about that, like that is a way to become comfortable in the uncomfortable. Yeah, absolutely. Because it, like, it really does cause more stress to carry things around that you don't use mm -hmm. when trying to fit around. Um, and we understand like that, that that lifestyle is not for everybody to sell all of your stuff and, and get down to like the very minimal stuff. Right. But that's just a, a decision that we chose that really challenged ourselves to see like, what can we all get down to? What are the things that we absolutely need? And it got us into a different mindset um, and it continued to continuously transform our mind and challenge us even more and more, especially when we decided at one point to get even smaller and move into a bus and, and all of these things. Yeah, because uh, I started with 2018 where we literally said yes to everything like that was uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. We also in 2018 did the CrossFit Open, which was something we had never done before. Yeah, it was a different kind of fitness that we were used to. And so we were very brand new at CrossFit. And, and it was something that when Dustin and I decided to sell all of our stuff and start traveling in 2018, we picked up CrossFit because we knew it was something that you could do everywhere. You could do it in a park, you could do it wherever. Um, and, and we spent a lot of time in the very beginning going to different CrossFit boxes, um, the places that we traveled to, and just kind of got accustomed to things. And we found ourselves at a gym in Amarillo, Texas, where we're like, hey, we're actually gonna be here the whole time. Let's challenge ourselves and do a CrossFit open, like I have no idea what to experience or to what to expect from this, but let's push ourselves and see if we can do it. And we did it. Um, and it was, it was challenging like that. Yeah, it was five weeks long. It was crazy. There was different works workouts every week, but 
you know, we got to learn and we got to experience different things that we had never experienced before. Because yeah. up until then, I had trained to wrestle in a tournament and yeah. you had ran 150 miles like in the fall yeah. for like a, a thing. Yeah, I did it at training. And then we did a 5K and a 10K and, and, and ultimately. Not a tough matter, uh, a mud run. Yeah, but ultimately like that was it. Mm-hmm. So when it came to the CrossFit Open, it was like the biggest thing that we had ever like signed up for. Yeah. Right. So 2019 rolls around. We're getting our first bus. We're fixing our first home into a, a bus. Like that's a little uncomfortable. <laughs> uh, we were literally just yesterday looking at the blueprint. I wish I could show you guys <laughs> the blueprint of the bus. Like I'm a horrible drawer. Just to be clear, that's not like, oh, I talk negative about myself. Trust me. <laughs> uh, it was like <sighs> bed, sink, toilet. And that's literally like the entire yeah. blueprint. And that's what I built it off of. And if I showed it to you and then I showed you the bus, you'd be like, man, you nailed it. <laughs> but you probably wouldn't be able to use it as a builder's plan. No. So that was uncomfortable for us. But then especially, we all, go ahead. I was going to say, especially because like we've never built anything like that before. Yeah, I've never but, made a house and, before. And plus like in a bus, it's not completely square. So First, you're trying to figure out how to build a, a home into a bus, but like how to make it which is not square, which you did a phenomenal job. Thank you. Yeah, yeah it's not square, it's not level. You just kind of build with what you got. But ultimately, like from there, we did 75 hard for the first time. Yeah. And so that was um, coming honestly at that point. It, it had been a while since we had like not not drink alcohol yeah and so for 75 days you don't drink alcohol and like 2018 we we drank quite a bit sure like we were having fun yeah we were traveling around and so that was a whole new challenge on itself on top of drinking a gallon of water on top <clears throat> of two workouts a day that we're not used to yeah. so it was it was a challenge yeah and ultimately like a lot of people think it's a fitness challenge where it's not like it's a mental challenge and it pushes you outside yeah. of your comfort zone. i remember just take it off topic here for a second well, it was kind of on topic but i remember we were on like day 65 and we went to that little we were in denver colorado at the time and we we were at that place where um people were rock climbing do you mm-hmm. remember in like this canyon And I remember we had our second workout left to do. And I was like throwing a fit. I was like, I do not want to go out and do this. I am tired. I just want to stay here. Like, I remember like almost throwing a fit because I had just like, I had enough. And I was like, it's day 65. I have 10 more days to go. And I am tired. Yeah. I am exhausted. And we ain't quitting now. And we ain't quitting so now. So it's time to get uncomfortable. And so it really was like it's really a mental game. Yeah. And then also like I forgot too that we went to on that hike. We literally hiked fifty miles or yeah, fifty miles in four good. days with fifty pound packs and all the food and all the things. Like yeah. that was uncomfortable. That was, uncomfortable. That was very challenging. Mm-hmm. And so ultimately, like it just kept going from there. Yeah. Next thing you know, we got a second bus sold the first bus and now the second bus was literally going to be our home it was no longer going to be our weekend rv adventure rig now it's going to be our home yeah so the quality of build went way up uh the everything that we put into it went way up and the challenge and uncomfortability went way up yeah so we ended up building that and literally at the end of 2019 i left my corporate job yeah. to move into a school bus and travel the country with my wife. Yeah. Like, you want to talk about uncomfortable? Yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, like, 
you're basically making a decision to go like it's all in on us no matter what like we're the we're the people who are bringing in our income now we're not just showing up and somebody pays us for doing work like it's it's all on us yeah and then plus trying to figure out living in a a school bus as your home and traveling and and it sounds great right but you don't realize the challenges that come with living in a bus traveling full time on the road trying to find places to stay your wife gets sick the very first week living in a school bus and you think she's almost dying and she feels like it like there's challenging times sure. that comes with that but that's something that we chose and it was like man what a learning experience yeah and, we, and we've got to learn so much like it's incredible people ask us all the time like which one's better living in a house or living in a bus. And it's like, they're two totally different animals. Like they're both amazing. And I love both of them, but they're different. They're just different. It's not that we can compare one to the other because you're really comparing apples to soccer balls. Like they're not even close, but ultimately they're just different. Yeah. And you, and you, yeah, you gotta be in that realm to be able to do that. Mm -hmm. But ultimately, like, I just want to really, really harness in on the fact of getting uncomfortable and kind of like what it does to you as a person, what it does to us as a relationship, because we've done all that. You know, we started the apparel company in, in, in mid-June, mid-May of 2020, COVID had hit and we needed to settle down for a little while. The bus was crazy and we couldn't really travel. So we helped a friend start an apparel company. We literally go from zero to $4.5 million in 11 months. Yeah, And it was, pure uncomfortable like none of us had ever ran an apparel company before yeah, it was all new to all of us so just trying to figure everything out and it was growing rapidly because the brand was on point with what was going on in in the times and so as it's growing rapidly like it was like you just always had to find like solve the next problem solve the next problem and figure it out as you went and so that was a huge challenge sure and that's like ultimately what i really want to get down to is what does it do when you're always a little bit uncomfortable? Like, look, I'm not saying you got to like throw your TV out the window and re ride your treadmill 16 hours a day after work and never sleep and drink coffee. Like, no, no, no. But like always pushing just a little bit more. Like you always say, like, I, I like to go like hundred miles an hour. She likes to go maybe like 75 miles an hour, but what does that feel like to always be growing, always be going, always with the next thing? Because we're going to end with kind of what we're doing right now. And like, it's pure craziness. Yeah. So what do you feel over the last few years of literally like we've changed our complete lives several times over just in the short amount of time we've been talking on this podcast? Yeah. What do you feel like as yourself, as your own? How has it changed your life? tremendously like honestly i look back at even like just go back six months and it's like well i'm not even the same person that i was i feel like i've matured so much over the time because of the things that i've put myself the places or positions i've put myself in to be uncomfortable and to change but it's also helped me be a person who's easy to adapt quickly um and to be more of a positive minded person and look at um, situations differently instead of like, wow, this is happening to me. No, it's happening for me. And so having like a better outlook and being able to overcome these challenges and be a little bit more like sitting in the calm of the storm, basically like 
you know what, there's stuff going on around me, but I'm like, I'm in a good place. I know how to handle these situations a little bit better. It might be a different scenario, might be something that I'm not used to, but I know that mentally because of the things that I have faced that I can get through basically anything. If I just keep in that mental space of like, everything's going to be all right. This is just temporary. It's just a season or it's just a, a moment or whatever. But like, I know that no matter what, like I have that, that capability now or that mental frame to like say, or know that this is going to be fine. Yeah. And I think it's a lot like working out and that's why you kind of always have to push the pouch. You always have to push the ticket of being uncomfortable. It's like, it's just like working out. Mm -hmm. You go to the gym five days a week, you eat healthy, you do whatever, and you get muscles and you lose weight and you look better. Same thing with your mind and, and your life and your emotions and all these things. Like the more you challenge them, the more you do push-ups with your mind, the way, the more you get uncomfortable, the more strong your mind gets so that when the storm comes, because the storm's coming, yeah, right? The storm's coming no matter what. Right. You're either in a storm or you're preparing for a storm because mm -hmm. the storm's coming. And so ultimately, like you, you become more ready for the storm. And when it hits, it's like, I'm going to be okay. This is going to be all right. Yeah. And I think it's because like you start to have a solid foundation that you're sitting on. So yeah. when that storm comes, you're not just getting like blown off into, off into the ocean. Like you're like, no, I'm here Yeah, and I can withstand this yeah. and I'm ready and I'm prepared for it. Yeah. And it comes from repetition, uh -huh. literally always kind of pushing the bar, always kind of changing the scenery, always kind of setting the standard for yourself. Yeah. And so ultimately, like when you when we talk about this, when we talk about the growth that comes from always being uncomfortable, and I'm not saying all of it's been awesome. I'm saying like put put some stuff on a on a credit card with no idea how to pay it off. Put some, you know, buy this or or do that. Like some of those things are like, oh man, this is really uncomfortable. But you know that when you figure out how you're going to do it, how you figure out how you're going to do it is going to be the almost the key yeah. to the next lock, to the next door that's going to take you to the next place. Mm -hmm. Right. And then when you get there, you're going to look around like, man, the walls are white. We should splatter some uncomfortability all over them. <laughs> and then we should take off again and find the key to this room. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so from, like an adventure. Yeah. And that's all that's like really? literally that's how I feel life is at this point. Yeah. Only because I've lived years upon years of being comfortable. Yeah. Right? Like good is good enough. Yes. Like we both had jobs. 20 all the way up till 2017, I, I feel. It was like that. We both had good jobs. Yeah. We both had good health insurance. We had 401ks. We had nice cars. We had a house. We had two dogs and a white picket fence minus the white picket fence. Yeah. Um, but like ultimately, like we were good yes. with good. We were. Like we were in decent shape. We had decent money. We had a decent sex life. We had decent everything. Like everything was good. It was good. Yeah. yeah. And somewhere like we decided to that there was more than good. Yes. And so we decided to get uncomfortable. And the crazy part is, and this is what people are not going to understand, and since we left decent, there's been bad. Oh, that's and, and, bad. and there's been amazing. Yes. Right? There's Which when you were in the decent, like there was always like, eh, like, hey, the heater went out. Oh man, that sucks. Like, we're going to have to take care of that. Right. Yeah. That's really not like life bending stuff. No. Not like, yo, you're in California, the grocery store is wiped out, some virus just hit the entire freaking United States. 
and you're nowhere near anybody you know or anywhere and you live in a bus yeah like that okay and everybody's like yeah yeah that's uncomfortable inside your bus yeah. no yeah that's uncomfortable that's right uncomfortable. but it's like those situations have increased our ability to say yes, yes. they've allowed us to expand on who we were as individuals and as in a relationship, like I said before, the hiking trip that me and you took, mm-hmm. it improved our marriage because we seen in each other that like, it didn't matter. We're just, we're here, we're doing this. And it doesn't matter if it takes us two, two more days. It doesn't matter if it takes us two more months. It doesn't matter if we get arrested. It doesn't matter. Like we are going to do this mm-hmm. period. And when you find that out, mm-hmm. you don't have to say a word. You don't have to like, this is what we do. Yeah. Period. And so it's challenged us beyond. So where now, like you said earlier, we've learned to kind of like sit in the center of the storm. Mm-hmm. And no matter what's happening outside of us, the tornadoes blazing, the trees are getting knocked down, the, the, the water's coming so hard that the streets are flooding. But what's happening on the outside is not affecting who we are on the inside. It's not affecting what we're up to on the inside. It's not affecting what you and I's mission is and, and, and where we're headed and how we're doing things, even though like it's all craziness on the outside. We haven't let it get inside, inside of our marriage, inside of ourselves. We just keep pressing. And that literally has come from being uncomfortable over and over and over again. Yeah. And that's the beauty. Like, that's why I say live uncomfortable. That's why I say decent is good. Like, a good life is good. There's nothing wrong with it. You can go work 40 years, retire at 65, get cancer and die at 80 or whatever you're supposed to do. I don't even know. That's okay. Like, there's nothing wrong with that. But if you want more, you're going to have to get uncomfortable. Yeah. I think, like, you know, at some point it was like, I decided I want to see what I'm made of as an individual. What can I... Who am I? Who am I as a person? What can I endure? What can I, you know, how far can how I How much push more can I have? How, how far can I push my limits with my body, with my mind, with my spirit, with like all of these things? What more can I take on? And, and it's, it's been an amazing journey. Yeah, absolutely. And it's a continuous journey. Sure. Yeah, and I have no plans of stopping. So a couple of weeks ago, yes, we are at the gym, and this silly challenge gets brought up. <laughs> and I don't know if you guys know what an assault bike is, but they are a horrible contraption, pretty much designed by the devil himself. I would call them a sail bike if it was up to me, because yeah, there's a huge fan in front, like a sail that catches the wind and slows you down. And so there's the huge wheel, right? The fan that blows, that's called an assault bike. And they are literally designed to jump on, sprint on for like 10 seconds, 10 calories, 20 calories, a quarter of a mile, whatever, whatever, like as fast as you can. Like they are literal death traps as fast as you can go. Yeah. That is the premise of the assault bike. Yeah, they're usually very known in like, for CrossFit, um, basically. But in short bursts, like literally 400 meters would be like the highest you would go. And you would see how fast you could ride 400 meters. Yeah. So it got brought up 
that we were going to do a challenge and everybody knew that it was going to be like the hardest thing ever. And the challenge has been placed upon us to ride a hundred miles on an assault bike. Yes. The thing that you're supposed to ride for like a quarter of a mile. <laughs> yeah. So what did we say? We said yes. We said yes. <clears throat> Actually, Dustin first, he, he got asked and then I was like, oh, this is you're doing it, I'm doing it. <laughs> and that's just how we do things now. Yeah. But ultimately, like, it, you're right. We said yes. And, and when people ask us, like, why do you guys train so hard? Why, what are you guys training for? What do you, what do you always go so hard for in the gym? Why do you eat so well? Why do you not, you know, do this or do that? And ultimately, it's to have the ability to say yes. Mm -hmm. I want to train every day for everyday life. Like if my apartment started on fire today and I needed to carry my wife four flights down the steps, you can bet your sweet ass I will be carrying my wife down the steps. No problem, no heavy breathing, no like- Vice versa. And that's like, that's what I train for because I don't know what's going to happen. And I try to be well-rounded and able to do anything that comes across my path within reason. And I guess a hundred mile bike rides on an assault bike is now considered within reason. <laughs> so within reason- we have started training like three weeks ago. Yeah, three weeks ago, we decided to start. I think we did. I think we just seen what we could get in, in one hour. No, I, I literally started at 15 minutes. Did you? Yeah, and um, I got eight kilometers. Okay. And then I rode 30 minutes, and I think that's when you joined me. Okay. And then we rode 45 minutes, and then we rode an hour, and then we rode an hour and 15 minutes. Oh, okay. And all of that was all that we had rode. Up until today. Yeah. Virtually. Because next Tuesday is when we, which will be the 28th, um, is when we are actually going to do the 100 mile challenge. Yeah. Um, so today we decided, let's at least see what, what half feels like. Because Dustin and I have never trained for this. Nobody's ever trained for no. an assault bike, yeah. to be honest with you. But like, I've never even rode a street bike for... I think the last time I rode a bike very far was when we did downhill mountain biking. Yeah, Angel and, Fire. and you don't even hardly pedal. Yeah, you're just coasting, right? And so um, this, we've never really trained for it. And so we stepped on it today and just like trying to experience like what it, what is, how does our body respond with food? What different foods can we eat? Um, and, and trying to just play that kind of stuff around. So that way we are prepared for Tuesday, next Tuesday. Yeah, where we're literally going to ride 100 miles on the salt bike. Yeah. And the reason I say all of what we've said so far to say it is I like to set the standard for my life. I, I hate hearing like, well, I'm 52 years old and I can't like, no, 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 stop. I don't want to hear that. That's your excuse, right? It's your excuse that you can't do something because you're 52. Like at our gym, I literally have a lady that's not uh, 70 years old that deadlifts 195 pounds every week that we do deadlifts. Like, there's no excuse for age. There's no excuse for not having time. There's no excuse for any of those things, right? We just don't make time for those things because ultimately we're comfortable not doing them. Right. That's, the, that's the premise of it, right? But I say all this to say in our journey, in our lives, we have found that the more uncomfortable, the more yeses, the more opportunities, the more things that have came our way that we took the chance to do mm -hmm. has grown us immensely in our relationship, mm -hmm. as individuals, with God, with our friends, with people around us, 
the aura that we put out, like it has changed us, it has challenged us, and it has created who we are today, yeah. all from saying, yes, let's be uncomfortable. All from saying, who wants to ride a hundred mile bike ride? I do. Thank you. <laughs> That's why I'm signing up. Yeah. Yes, let's yeah. do it. So today we literally rode 50 miles. It took me two hours and 20 minutes to ride 50 miles. It took me two and a half. Yeah. And so we're now preparing for seven days from now. We will ride 100 miles to um, we're taking donations for uh, a champion shoes. They're a friend of ours. It's a 501c3 nonprofit. They literally donate shoes and socks to kids who wouldn't otherwise have money to have shoes and socks, athletic stuff, that type of thing. So that's why we're doing it, but ultimately it's to get uncomfortable. It's yeah, to challenge ourselves. And so along the way, it sounds crazy, but this is already what's happened. We've been doing this for three weeks. What's happened? This morning we're at the gym. Yesterday we're at the gym. The ladies are talking, blah, blah, blah. We're wow. going to run a 25K like uh, in September. And Tanya's answer was like, I think I'm going to do it. Like we've never ran, we've never ran more than 10K, but because we're taking these risks because I'm going to like, I've already started talking about doing an Ironman. Like I did, a, I'm literally doing hundred miles on the salt bike. Now I'm talking about doing an Ironman, which is already way past anything that I've ever said I was going to do before. Yeah. Why? Because to me, sitting still sucks. I need more. I want more. I want everything out of life. Yeah. And so it takes one uncomfortable spot to get you to the next uncomfortable spot to take you to the next uncomfortable spot. And I don't know anything after a hundred mile assault bike ride other than an Ironman yeah. that gets you past that uncomfortable spot. Yeah, I was actually just telling Dustin today um, while we were pedaling along, I said, um, cause I had just done, I was getting on my second half for my second 25. So I'd already done 25 miles. And I said, if I can do 25 miles on this assault bike, I can definitely do a 25K. And, you know, like that would have never even been a consideration of mine. But when these ladies were like talking about it and they're like, oh, they have 5Ks and 10Ks. And I was like, you know, what? I've done a 5K, I've done a 10K. So it just makes sense that I would have to do a, a 25K. Get to do. Get to. Get to do a 25K. And so never in a million years would I have imagined that that's what I would have decided to do. But it's just that that next thing, that next, like, you know what, like, let's see how I can push my body a little bit more. And it's a trail run. It's like, never done trail running before. Let me try that out. So it's just that next thing to see how far can I push my body? How far can I tap into that mental side of myself to push past? And, yeah. you know, like, even like going on, um, getting to the 50 miles today, like it's, legs are tired you're tired your butt hurts like all these things and it's like how can i tap into my mental space to get me through this and push myself a little bit more yes it's uncomfortable yes i want to get off of this bike but let me just keep going let me just push a little bit more and you know what like when you get past that and like when i finally reached that 50 miles and i was like dang i did this in two and a half hours and i was like on pace for both of them i feel pretty freaking remarkable doing that because for one, I've never even trained for this. And to see like, wow, I could really push myself in this capacity to do this. What more can I do? And that's what's cool is a lot of times people think that like, oh, they're just fitness people. That's all they do. Like, no, no, no. <laughs> 40 of them 50 miles today was mental. 
my body's prepared. Like I'm, I'm always prepared when it comes to my body, but my mind, like it's a whole different ball game. You got to talk to yourself. You got to tell yourself it's going to be okay. You got to push past places. You didn't want to go. You got to do things you didn't want to have to do to do these things. You got to dig down and find out who you are. Yeah. And that's where like, if you're not into fitness and you want to get uncomfortable, like try other things, try starting a business or try, you know, whatever it is, but like getting uncomfortable, I believe is part of like the key to life. Like, like I said, good is good. And like, you can have good, but for me, man, I just want more. And it takes what I have found for me anyhow is for me to get uncomfortable to move to the next level, so to speak. Yeah. I like to say it as like, you know, find some way to like learn something new to push yourself out of your comfort zone and learn something different. And I always go back to like, remember the first day that you started a new job and you were like, man, I feel so out of place here. I don't know how to do anything. I I'm very uncomfortable because this is all so new to me. And it's very uncomfortable for the first, like maybe a couple of weeks, but then after that, you like start, it's the repetition and you're like, wow, next thing you know, you're the best at your job. And it's just like with anything, like when you start something new or you challenge yourself, like it's uncomfortable at first and it's really hard. But then after time you, you push yourself and you're like, wow, I, I can reach that. I can achieve that. I am better at this now. And now I have this experience and like, it's just such an exhilarating thing. Sure. And it builds on itself. Like it you does. said, it's like, like we just said, like you ride a hundred miles now, it's like crap. I want to do Ironman. Why? Because it's like that's the thing. It challenges you and it, it excites you and it brings life to life for us. It gives you drive. Yeah. Like, it's something to get up for in the morning and like yep. do something. Like yep. what can I do today? Yeah. So with that, we challenge you to get uncomfortable. Yes. Whatever that means for you, we challenge you to get uncomfortable. We have found it to be the key to our life, the key to our success, so to speak. Like I, I can't say that we're successful, but I can because yes. we do things that are abnormal. We do them well. We do life well. And that's what's awesome is it's caused us to get uncomfortable, get comfortable being uncomfortable. And we do life well. Yeah, absolutely. And like Dustin said earlier, in this, um, that it, it, that challenging yourself it expands into all areas of your life and helps you in different, like it's helped us in our marriage, it's helped us in, in our individual spaces and in our spirituality, like everything. Like it really is such a, a great tool to challenge yourself and see what you are made of and just kind of continuously grow and evolve. Mm, so good. So with that, thank you guys for listening. Uh, if you, decide to challenge yourself please share with us what it is that is something that you are thinking about trying and it's it's something that's maybe challenging to you and you're going to do it like we want to be here to support you and cheer you on so let us know what that is yeah um, so everybody always has that like oh, i want to do that before i die like whatever that is get after it now get yeah. get uncomfortable do it make yourself get out there because you'll have 10 more things after that absolutely so let us know what that is so we can cheer you on for sure um and we'll post all of our links in the comments so be sure to check us out follow us and um we hope to see you on the next one with that spread love never settle <laughs>